I preach, my dear friends, you're about to receive on John Barleycorn, Nicotine, and the Temptations of Eve. Leaving Wisconsin seemed like a fairly easy decision for the 18-year-old Mary. She had just received her B.A. from the University of Wisconsin in Madison. And like so many young, beautiful people of that time, Mary Bruner moved to California. Mother Mary enrolled at the University of California, Berkeley. Exactly where Charlie was headed. We are listening to Let It All Hang Out from 1967 by the Ombres. Old man walking upside down, my TV's on the blink. Made Galileo look like a boy scout. Sorry about that, let it all hang out. Sleep all day, drive all night. Brain my numb, can't stop now. For sure ain't no doubt. Keep open mind, let it all hang out. Nineteen sixty seven Berkeley, California was a hotbed of student protest. And for good reason. At this point the United States has had ground troops in Vietnam for over two years. What had become known as the counterculture was extremely active across college campuses across the country. In Berkeley, California, Mary Bruner had found herself in the role of librarian at the university. Being from the Midwest, Mary was considered conservative compared to the other students, with full-length dresses and buttoned-up blouses. Also, the area of Berkeley had become home to multiple people busking, with a varied level of skill and swagger. Charlie relocated north from Los Angeles to Berkeley, weeks after his release. One can only imagine what he thought upon arrival. Incarcerated for decades, the free-spirited nature of the kids surrounding him had to both be disorienting and captivating. Charlie and Mary came across each other in the swirl of music and consciousness. Mary, a dedicated environmentalist, and Charlie, a natural charmer, became entangled. One of the now-forgotten songs popular during the time Charlie and Mary would have met is Pushing Too Hard by The Seeds. Charlie ended up moving into Mary's apartment. Mary continued to work and Charlie spent his time playing music and talking to people he met on the street. He would use Berkeley as a home base 
but would occasionally travel to both San Francisco and Los Angeles. It was during one of his trips south that he met a recent runaway. Lynette Fromey was sitting with her dog in Venice Beach. The two got along quickly, and Charlie was soon traveling back north with Lynette. During a similar trip south, this time with Mary and Lynette, that Charlie meets up with 19-year-old Patricia Krenwinkel at a party in Manhattan Beach. After telling Patricia that she was indeed beautiful, something she had never heard before, Patty accompanied Charles, Mary, and Lynette back north to Berkeley. Music festivals and countercultural gatherings were starting to dot California's landscape. One of the major musical festivals that was gearing up in California was going to be such an event that John Phillips of the Mamas and Papas wrote a song that would act as an advertisement not only for the upcoming Monterey Pop Festival, but San Francisco and the Haight-Ashbury scene as a whole. Recorded by Scott McKenzie, who would later go on to work very closely with Terry Melcher and the Beach Boys. This is San Francisco, released May 13th, Pop Festival was held over three days, from June 16th to 18th, and is noteworthy for numerous reasons. For one, it was the introduction of bands like Jimi Hendrix, 
Janis Joplin, The Who, and Otis Redding to a mass audience. It is generally regarded as one of the beginning notes of the Summer of Love. Over 30 different bands played over the three days. The Association, Eric Burton and the Animals, Simon and Garfunkel, Canned Heat, Big Brother and the Holding Company, The Birds, The Grateful Dead, just to name some of the major acts. The Mamas and the Papas closed out the three days of performing. One of the songs they performed has an unsettling connection going forward in this story. The sheet music to Straight Shooter was later found by police when they were investigating the crimes in the rented home of Roman Polanski and Sharon Tate. This is the Mamas and the Papas live at the Monterey Pop Festival performing Straight Shooter on the evening of June 18, 1967. Three girls leave Mary's apartment in Berkeley permanently and head for San Francisco, an area that was teeming with music and communal living. The old Victorian buildings of San Francisco were perfect for this lifestyle, and Charlie found himself at several addresses during his time there. 616 Page Street and 636 Cole Street being the two best-known locations. One of the other communal living spaces of note for us is on Oak and Lyon Street. Charles and the girls attended parties at this house. And one night, while playing guitar, Charlie attracted the attention of Susan Atkins. Susan was entranced by Charlie's playing, and like the other three girls, found herself among his orbit. Written by Charlie in 1955 while in prison, Look at Your Game Girl, could have easily been in Charlie's impromptu set the night he met Susan. There's a time for living The time keeps on flying Think you're loving, baby And all you're doing is trying Can you feel Are those feelings real? Look at your game, girl Look at your game, girl What a mad delusion Living in that confusion Frustration and doubt Can you ever live without the game? The sad 
This is the voice of Phil Kaufman. And, and that, that was the song that Charlie would sit down with a new girl and the family and he'd play and if, look at your game girl, which was for her to be introspective and see where her parents were or her environment was leading her astray and that if you came with us, look at your game and look where you could really be with us. We're all very happy. As Charlie and the girls settled into the San Francisco scene, they became exposed to various types of gathering of the forming counterculture. LSD, light shows, and freeform dancing were commonplace. The Grateful Dead and Jefferson Airplane are probably some of the best known purveyors in that scene. Another band prominent at the time, but virtually forgotten now, features the guitar playing talents of Bobby Beausoleil. The orchestra, spelled O-R-K-U-S-T-R-A, performed throughout the hate. They can be heard here from their May 29th performance at California Hall. 1967's Flash Gordon. Beausoleil also became a bit of an inspiration, a muse, if you will, to underground filmmaker Kenneth Anger. Kenneth felt Bobby would be perfect in the lead in his next film, the titular role of Lucifer in Lucifer Rising. That's where we'll pick up next episode with Bobby, Kenneth, and Charlie. To close us out, from Piper at the Gates of the Dawn, this is Pink Floyd's 1967 track, Lucifer Sam. All is None is written and produced by myself, Jason Hay. Thanks for listening.
Around on the ground, he'll be found when you're around. 